John 12, 12. In scripture, what happened on Palm Sunday is people were in town for Passover. There was many people in town. Jesus came to Jerusalem and he came and they heard he was coming. They'd seen the mighty miracles he had done. And oh, they were so excited, so full of joy that they bring palms, they bring blankets and they lay them down as he passes by on a donkey. And they say, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. You are our king. The king is here. Hallelujah. John 12, 12, it says, The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the king of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written, do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. Mark eleven ten. it says, Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. So this is a special day because this is a day that people were acknowledging Jesus as king. That he was king of their kingdom, king over Israel. But on this day, the people did not know exactly what kind of king he was. They were only used to earthly kings and earthly kingdoms. And they were especially excited for Jesus to come to be their king because they were oppressed by the Roman Empire. That was a big thing on their heart. A big, a big oppression. So when they see Jesus, they see this is our king who will have a great army and will defeat the Roman army by might and power. This is how they were thinking because it's all they ever knew. It's all they ever knew. This is the worldly way of thinking. If a political system, if a kingdom of this world is oppressing, we need to use physical force to remove it. Might and power. But as Jesus was coming through the crowds this day, he knew they don't know the kingdom that I'm bringing quite yet. This kingdom is so much different than what they're thinking and far better than what they're thinking. He says uh, in John 18, 36, Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. Zechariah 4, 6, it says, not by might nor by power but by my spirit, says the Lord. This is the kingdom that Jesus came to bring. It is a kingdom of the spiritual realm, not by might, not by power, not of this earth, but of a different place, of the spiritual realm. 
Hallelujah. There's more to the world than what you see right here. The world says in order to have, we, we've been hearing actually a lot these days, many even believers were saying that if a certain president is not in office, then there cannot be revival for America. But that kind of thinking is actually by might and by power. That kind of thinking is the same as the people were thinking, Jesus is coming to destroy our oppressor and rule politically. Amen. But the truth about the kingdom of God is it does not matter who's in power on this earth. It doesn't matter what kind of forces are going on in the, in the world. The spiritual realm, God in the spirit can conquer anything. We're seeing revival now break out, no matter who the president is. The worldly way of thinking might be, wow, this isn't a good year for the Christians because they had to have their churches closed. But look, we see God moving even more powerfully out here in the park than we were inside our building. Revivals now in the midst of the pandemic because our kingdom is not of this world. It's not based on how things go in the world, but by the Spirit. God proved this last week. Some of you weren't here last week. Some of you were. But last week, you see how peaceful this is right now. Oh, it's so peaceful. I can, I can speak quietly and you can even hear me. Last week was a different story. <laughs> you, you that were here are laughing now because you know. So we've had fivefold church for four years now. And of four years of having it, we've, not had, we've never had such opposition. We've never had such uh, uh, a battle to having church, to simply having church. Just, just to have it. It was clear the enemy did not want us to, to have church because he knew what was going to happen. Remember, I shared with you that we've never seen God move like, like how he did last Sunday. He knew he's in the spirit. He knows the kingdom of God in the spiritual realm, what's going on. He knows, he recognizes the anointing, the power of God here. Just like the demons said, I recognize Paul and Jesus, but I don't know who you guys are in the Bible. They can recognize where the true power of God is, where anointing is flowing. And there were four people who were traveling to be set free from demonic oppression, from Tennessee, from Massachusetts. The enemy knew that. The enemy did not want them to be free. So we show up here, and there's this huge event going on. I mean, probably like, 50 people right here, all here. And it was, it, it was finishing when we were going to have church, but it was the kind of event that they just wanted to like linger and socialize kind of thing. And long story short, there wasn't really an understanding of the importance of church and the importance and preciousness of Jesus and honoring him and receiving from him. Amen. Because people in the world can't understand things of the spirit, right? Amen? 
don't know how precious and valuable this is. This is right here, what we're doing. Um, and so, long story short, we were able to have church here and set up, but there were like probably 40 or 50 people or so, you can see in the videos, gathering literally like right all around here and music very loud the whole time <laughs> through worship and through. So I was preaching like this. I couldn't talk quiet. I was preaching loud so you could hear. I was standing right here in your face. I had people come sit here. You're going to receive what God has for you today. Nothing's going to distract you, you know? And so, you know, you see, if you see in the carnal mind, you could think, well, this is ruined. This is awful. And these people came all this way and there's music so loud and they're not going to be able to focus. They're going to be distracted. Oh, and you can be frustrated. You could give up. You could give up if you're looking in the, the carnal mind, the worldly mind. But if you can look in the spiritual realm, you can say, this is a sign that there's a great victory that's about to occur. This is a sign. The enemy is mad. I'm, I'm motivated by this. And I'm going to be stubborn for Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to be strong and courageous for Jesus. I'm going to be tough. I'm not going to let them steal what these people are about to receive from Jesus. This taught me also that we have to fight just to be vessels of God. We have to fight for others to be able to receive. Amen. So, God moved like we have never seen. People were set free. All of them that traveled and more that were there that day were set free before our eyes. God moving in such power, people are all looking all around like, what's happening? Because God moved that powerfully. Not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit. When I say, demon, get out of her in the name of Jesus, he responds, it responds to my voice. I could say it quietly. I could say it loud. Still responds. Whether there's background music, whether there's distractions or not, we're talking about the spiritual realm. We have to go in the spirit, push away the world, what's going on in the world, and go in the spirit, go in the spiritual realm. So this kingdom of God that Jesus brought, this is a powerful day that we're celebrating today because this was announcing, ah, we're, they're celebrating this kingdom that's coming to this earth even though they didn't know. They didn't know the extent of this kingdom. Ah, this kingdom, this kingdom that we celebrate, this kingdom is of the spiritual realm. This kingdom is victorious over every chain of the enemy. See, the people in those times, the people in those times did not know, they did not know what was going on in the spiritual realm. They just saw their oppressors, the Roman Empire. They saw, okay, this is a politics issue. We need to do this through politics to get this fixed. But they didn't see what was going on in the spiritual realm what the root was behind it, what the root of evil, hate, etc. was behind it. They had other problems in their lives. They had sickness, they had depression, they had anxiety, they had bondages. 
but they didn't know that it was a spiritual problem. All things that are bad in life, sickness, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, evil, hate, racism, all of these are spiritual matters. All of these come from the enemy, come from the enemy. They start as speaking voices in the head. Like, hate this person, for example, or you are ugly. The, the, the enemy will speak and you'll think it's yourself because it's in your thoughts, but really it's the enemy planning those thoughts. This is, how, this is one, of the, one of the big ways that the enemy is working. And then there are more complex ways that the enemy can come and make chains and bondages in one person's life. Everything bad comes from the enemy. And Jesus says, I have come to destroy the works of the enemy. The enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give you abundant life. What does abundant life look like? When he says abundant life, he means abundant life in every single area. This is possible, and this is what God wants for your life. I am a living, breathing, walking testimony of this right now. Jesus truly wants you to have abundant life in every area, in your mind, in your health, peace, joy, in your finances, in your relationships, in your career, in your business. This is his will for you. This is his desire for you more than anything else because it's why he paid such a big price on that cross was for you to have abundant life. He came to destroy the works of the enemy, not make them not as bad. He came to destroy them. This is what he has done. That is what he did on that cross. But you need to understand that now to see his kingdom come here and now, to see the works of the devil destroyed here and now, we have to get in line with God's way of receiving from him. We have to get in line with God's way of receiving deliverance, for example. This is what God wants for you. He wants to destroy bondages from the enemy on your life and then bring you to abundant life. Jesus destroyed the works of the enemy, but what happened was he didn't, the devil didn't just go away. The devil was working harder than ever. He's been working harder than ever since that day. He's very serious about his kingdom. He's very serious about evil and hate and destroying people's lives. The devil means serious business about this. But what happens, what, what God wants is for us to now receive the, the gift that he has given us, walk in the inheritance that he's given us, which means God has given me perfect peace. God did not give me a spirit of fear. By his stripes I am healed. God has given me abundant life. So when you believe these things, the enemy loses power. This is step one. You have to actually believe 
what he's actually, what he's already given you on the cross. That's step, this, just, this is just step one. This is just step one. This is the milk. This is the milk. This is the baby things that many people don't even know still because the enemy has tried to blind people for so long. And step two now is to be here like you are and be equipped to release the kingdom to this earth. To release the kingdom that destroys the work of the enemy to this earth. We have non-believers and believers alike who are afflicted by the enemy who need the kingdom of God to come upon them. Not just in word, but in power. The kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. There's an atheist that commented on the, the TikTok video that I shared with you saying, a couple, a couple, a few of them I've, I've seen comments saying, I'm an atheist, but I felt power. This is how God wants it to be, that people could experience his true kingdom. Non-believers and believers alike, and both have their eyes opened. Believers who haven't had their eyes opened yet have their eyes opened as well. And meet this true Jesus who comes in power. And now when you've received freedom, when you've received abundant life, now you're walking in it. God has set you free. You've received his kingdom. Now you can be part of God's army to release the kingdom to this earth. So the, Jesus destroyed the works of the devil and he gave, gave the keys of the kingdom to us. The disciples who received these keys of the kingdom, the secrets of the kingdom, were childlike and humble. This enabled their eyes to be opened in the spiritual realm so they could receive the mysteries of the kingdom. And, and, and they went out and they cast out demons just as Jesus had done. And Jesus says, ah, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Now you understand, I have given you all power and authority over every demonic power. You will trample on snakes and scorpions. I have given you this. So this is how it works. Jesus destroyed the works of the devil, so now the devil does not have power over us. As long as our eyes can be open in the spiritual realm to receive what God has given us, what Jesus has given us on the cross, receive it and walk in it and release it. This is the kingdom that he brought. This is the kingdom that he brought. Hallelujah. We need an army of God to see his kingdom advanced, to see the works of the enemy destroyed in people's lives. He needs an army of God. He needs an army of God who can understand the things in the spiritual realm. I taught how to access the kingdom of God. I taught how you can get to the place where your spiritual eyes can open. There is a key. It is hidden. 
The things of the kingdom are hidden. The secrets, the mysteries are hidden. For only those who can become like a child humble themselves. Now God can entrust them with these precious, valuable mysteries, deep things of the spiritual realm of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. I want you to understand how, um, how not everyone understands the things of the spirit. But oh, how badly God wants you to understand the things of the spirit because it's the only way you can receive abundant life and it's the only way he can use you as a vessel and it's the only way his kingdom can advance. But I want you to understand how many, many believers cannot understand the things of the spirit due to lack of childlikeness and lack of humility. So we see in John 3, 5, Jesus is saying to Nicodemus, Nicodemus was a religious leader. He was elite. He was looked up to as a religious leader in those days, like a famous preacher who knew the Torah in that time, the word of God very well. Okay? So he was very spiritual, people would say very wise spiritually. John 3, 5, Jesus says to Nicodemus, Nicodemus comes to him and he's like, wow, you must be from God because nobody can do miracles like that if they're not from, if, unless they're from God. So he comes out of curiosity, but he doesn't come exactly with a childlike heart. And, he, and, and Jesus says to him when he says this, wow, you must be from God because all the miracles you're doing. Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The winds blow wherever it passes. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the spirit. Nicodemus says, how can this be? And as he says this, it's kind of like questioning. Like, this doesn't really correspond with all of my religious knowledge that I know. Right? And verse 10, and I can discern this from how Jesus responds in verse 10 right here. Verse 10, you are Israel's teacher meaning you are a religious teacher of the word of God. And do you not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen, but still you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe it if I speak of heavenly things? So when he says this right now, he's saying, I spoke to you of earthly things. He means he was, Jesus was really watering it down, this milk of you need to be born of the spirit. Let me give you an earthly metaphor to help you get this. And he speaks about the wind, right? So when he says, I've spoken to you of earthly things, Jesus is saying right now, this is not a deep thing. This is not a meat thing. This is a milk thing. This is simple stuff compared to the deep 
things in the spiritual realm. So he says to him, so how can you understand heavenly things? And this passage right here is powerful. It reveals to us that there are deeper revelations to be had about Jesus and his kingdom outside of the Bible. Yeah, he's not limited to the Bible. We need to have our spiritual eyes open to understand the things of the Spirit, to even understand Scripture when we read it. For example, how I read that, many people wouldn't get that because their spiritual eyes weren't open. But Jesus opened my eyes to show me this is what's going on here. This is really the meaning of this right here. So you could read the whole entire Bible front to cover hundreds of times. But if your spiritual eyes aren't open and you're not receiving true revelation from the Holy Spirit, you're just reading any old book that the enemy can even use to weaponize against Christians twisting scripture. The Bible is a living word. For the Holy Spirit to breathe revelation upon it, what he's meaning, deeper things as we read it. First Corinthians 2.14, it says, The natural man or a carnal man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can we know them because they are spiritually discerned. This is the Passion Translation. It says, Someone living on an entirely human level rejects the revelations of God's Spirit, for they make no sense to him. He can't understand the revelations of the Spirit because they are only discovered by the illumination of the Spirit. Hallelujah. People want to know how does the power of God flow through you and how do you cast out demons? How do you pray for the sick and they're healed? It starts with being able to see in the spiritual realm, understanding the things of the spirit. I don't mean seeing like visions, which God gives visions, yes. But when I say to see in the spiritual realm, I'm not talking about like visions and literally seeing demons and angels. I'm not even speaking of that, actually. I'm speaking being able to humble yourself like a child. So when Jesus says something, you're like, yes, Jesus, okay. When Jesus says something through an anointed minister of God, who God's made it clear he's really speaking and moving through, and he's revealed revelation to them about the spiritual realm to help edify you and equip you and open your eyes, when you hear God speaking through them, you come like a child. Amen. Yes. You don't come like Nicodemus. You don't come skeptical, critical. How can this be? 
I've been a Christian my whole life. Even my parents are pastor, maybe, you know. I've never heard of this. How can this be? You know, God never wants our hearts to be that way. This, this is the secret. When you humble yourself and become like a child, this is, this is how you receive wisdom. This is how you can hear God's voice. This is how you can see where he's moving, hear what he's saying. This is the key. It, it, it unlocks this wisdom. It unlocks this when, when a word is released or where you, when you're seeing the power of God moving. When you come with this childlike, humble heart, you're like, you, you can feel in deep inside you God saying, this is me. This is truth. This is truth and meat that I've yearned for my whole life. I feel like I've been getting just surface stuff my whole life and my spirit inside is leaping alive. It's coming alive. I feel peace. I feel joy. I feel God's presence. I feel like I don't want to leave. Like these types of knowing comes in you and that's the Holy Spirit. But this type of knowing and your spirit coming alive, it only happens when you humble yourself and you become like a child. I, I was a Christian my whole life. I grew up in a Presbyterian church. I never witnessed the power of God. I did not know God still healed people. I did not know the Acts church was alive today through some people of God. I did not know that. But I was hungry and the hunger led me to seek God. Seek for the more, for the more, for the more of him. There is more of him. Hallelujah. If someone is testifying, I've, ex- I've seen God move here or God's moving through this person. If someone testifies that to you, you should be childlike and receive that. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I want to come see God's moving. Yes. And if ever God was not actually moving there, if you go with that childlike, humble heart, you can hear from God. And so you'll see, oh, that person was actually wrong. Amen? But the problem is that many people are skeptical, critical because of the scheme of the enemy to keep people from knowing the truth, from seeing in the spiritual realm, from encountering the power of God so the devil can hide and keep people in bondage. This is a, this is a scheme of the enemy especially over America. So many people are skeptical. Many people, uh, they'll, they'll say, I really received from God here. I even was healed, or I heard people were healed, or I saw people were healed. And the person, first thing, they're kind of like Nicodemus. How can this be? I've been a Christian my whole life. I know tons of Christians. I never had this experience. Uh, is this really God? God never wants you to be that way. Amen? Like, man, we need to be so reverent of him if someone testifies Jesus moved in my life Jesus moved here we need to revere and respect and honor him hallelujah because if we respond with this skepticism and criticalness or even speak against something when you're not sure but it's really God 
not only is that grieving the Holy Spirit, but it's speaking against him. Ah, that's so serious. When you have true reverence and honor for him, you'll never speak against any kind of testimony. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If Christians knew the truth, devil's in trouble more than anything. That's what he doesn't want more than anything. That's why he's the father of lies. That's why that's his one big weapon. So if every Christian on this earth knew the truth, ah, this world would look so differently. And every Christian would be walking an abundant life completely free and healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But when I witnessed this, these demons speaking out of the person, and this is what they did when the, when the demons got close to Jesus inside the person, they started speaking out of the person, send me to the pigs, Jesus, because I don't want to completely die. I want to go into another vessel at least. So we see this in the Bible. And so I'm, and we saw this last week. And I'm, anyways, I'm seeing this before my eyes. Um, this was five something years ago, five and a half years ago. I'm seeing this with my eyes before me. And yes, it's like kind of uncomfortable maybe, but it opened up my eyes like never before to the spiritual realm, to the fact that the devil's real and he's not playing around and he means serious business and he does have power but God's power is so much stronger he doesn't stand a chance to the power of Jesus but it opened up my eyes to see wow like things there are mysteries in the kingdom right like there are deeper things than what I've been taught my 25 years as a Christian at that point. There are deeper, more complex things. It gave me this revelation in this moment as I saw the power of Jesus cast out the demons. Jesus' love is amazing. It gave me this revelation. It was like I was hearing from God in this moment because I was in the true presence of God and I was childlike. It gave me this huge revelation just in one moment. Like Jesus was like, I do want to heal every sickness and I do want to break every chain and I have the power to do it. But, but there's a way. There's a way it's done. It's not done any old way. The things of the kingdom are more complex. More complex than just a believer being a, being a Christian day one and they say, demon, cut, go out. Like, it's more complex how to acquire this anointing, this power of God to walk in this authority and to cast out the demon. I, I got this revelation, powerful revelation this day of, wow, all, you, you see people in your, you see people and you see them, they have, depression, they have anxiety, they have, uh, they're going through hard times in life and, and maybe some people are, are angry and, and, and treat you unkind and everything and, 
you can kind of just dismiss it like, oh, that's life. Okay, depression, go get medicine, you'll be okay. And, you know, and or, or if someone's being mean, if someone's unkind, you say, what's wrong with them? And, and, and you demonize them even. You say they're mean, they're evil. But in this moment that I witnessed what's really going on in the spiritual realm, how evil the devil is and how he really has bondages on people, it really opened up my eyes to see wow, people are struggling more than I realize, and it's not their fault. People demonize people because they don't know that demons exist. But it's people that are afflicted with demons or demonic oppression from some way that need to be freed. I began to be able to love like Jesus and have God's heart for people Because now I could see what was really going on in the spiritual realm. When someone was really mean to me, started cursing at me out of nowhere, started yelling for no reason, I I understood what was going on, really. I no longer hated the person, demonized the person, felt bad for myself. But I could see there's something going on here in the spiritual realm. The enemy is really trying hard for this person. And this person needs freedom. We can't love people until our eyes can be opened up like this. I have such passion for you all. For you all to receive from God. When I come to church, I take it really seriously. Because I know the seriousness of this work. Of the work of God. I know that these are demonic spiritual issues. They can be only destroyed by the power of Jesus. I don't come to church casually. I don't pray, oh, let it be a nice church service today, God. No. I say, God, bring your people who need to receive, who need freedom, who need healing. I declare nothing can stop them from coming and receiving what you need to give them, God. I declare chains to be broken off of people when they come to church today. The devil must lose today. Jesus must win. His kingdom must invade people's lives today and break every chain. It's serious business. Hallelujah. Hebrews 5.12, it says, You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. You cannot handle solid food. What is milk? What is milk? What is milk? Milk 
Milk is the basics about Jesus, about salvation. Milk is the gospel message that Jesus came, that you may have abundant life. Jesus makes, has come so you can live in heaven with him forever. And he wants to give you abundant life here and now. Hallelujah. You are a new creation now. The old is gone. You are a child of God now. This is milk. For years and years, I was receiving milk. Every Sunday, though I was a Christian my whole life, I was receiving the same message that Jesus came to die for my for me. The same evangelist message, which is so important. But we need meat as well as milk. And as believers, we have to progress from milk to meat. We have to, or we will be babies that are beaten up by the devil. Because we, we are like babies in a, an adult world. A baby cannot make it in an adult world. Amen? And these things of the spiritual realm are deep. We need to know how it works. We need to know the enemy schemes in our minds. If you've been here, you've been learning. I've been teaching you exactly the strategic lies he speaks to your thoughts. Why he does it to try to make you think down of yourself. Where suicidal thoughts come from. Lies of the devil. Ephesians 4.11, it says that, it says, when, when, Jesus, when Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave the church, the church, the church now, the church, the Acts church, continuing to us for, until he comes back. He gave the church, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Why did he do this? The scripture continues to say, so that the believers would be equipped, built up, prepared to do works themselves of the kingdom so that they may be vessels themselves. That's the purpose of the fivefold ministry. That's why we're called fivefold church because right now God is restoring the fivefold ministry to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Yes. And that's why you sense maybe something different here. Like maybe like, wow, this is like meat that I feel like I've been needing here. Because this is the work of an apostle. This is a really serious deal that we need these offices. This is where the meat comes through. This is where the equipping comes through. This is where the deeper things of the spiritual realm come. I want to read a testimony of, of, of Lenny, the woman who, who was set free by Jesus so powerfully. And one million people have seen it and have been so touched. Hallelujah. Um, so she shared with me. So what happened was two weeks ago, she reached out to me on Instagram message, direct message, and she wrote, I just came across your video on Instagram 
and I saw Jesus speaking to me through your eyes. And she says, I, I, I feel like I need to come to Revival in the Park, Bible Church in L.A. Respond, please. So I responded, and she told her friend, and her friend says that she saw the same thing, and she knew God was going to touch her powerfully when she came. So they booked a flight literally that day, that same day, for the next week. So seven days later, they were here. Hallelujah. So, so I prayed for her. As I started to pray for her, she, she fell back with the power of God. She was laying down on the ground. And then as I was speaking, she started to shake. She started to weep. Her body started acting in ways that aren't normal like really shaking, um, like convulsing. And what that was, was the demonic spirits could sense the power of God. And so it was like fire coming to them. Like what we see in the, 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 the scripture I was sharing about how the, the man was in the presence of Jesus and the demons were saying, send me to the pigs. And so that demon, I said, what are you trying to do to her? As Jesus spoke to them sometimes, what's your name? And he said, they said, legions. And so they said, I don't want her to preach. Where she, she, it screamed through her mouth. I don't want her to preach. Ah, I don't want her to preach. And I said, you've lost today. She will preach the word. They actually said, I don't want her to preach the word, meaning the word of God. That's how powerful the word of God is. When we preach it, hallelujah. So I said, stand up, look me in the eye to the demons. And I said, in Je- go out now in Jesus' name. And they left her in that moment, hallelujah. And the force, the force of them leaving her, made her to fall down, which we see in the Bible. There's a passage where it says when the demons were cast out, the person fell down violently, but they were not hurt at all. Hallelujah. And she was not hurt at all. Hallelujah. So praise God. God freed her. Amen. Hallelujah. So then she testified later this week. She shared her testimony. She shared her testimony of how she got to this place. And I want, I want you to hear this testimony. This is part of you receiving the deeper things of the kingdom, the mysteries. This is part of you being equipped to no longer be a baby on milk. Amen? So she said, my ex-boyfriend took me to a devil house where they do evil things. Um, I guess they were lying to him that it was really God. Because she, she wanted to get closer to God. A lady gave her a necklace to protect her. And she gave, she gave me a bath with red things, which were like witchcraft. The lady told me my life would be better, but my life became so horrible. A spirit was telling me to kill myself so aggressively that I had to leave college. Then my mom did even more evil work, witchcraft, on me, thinking that it was God. Because the witches lied to her. For seven months, I couldn't shower because I would see the devil in my mirror. I would just cry and cry. I was in bed for seven months straight. My family would cry every day because the devil would take over me. And then I went to church. I began to learn about God. I was then baptized by the Holy Spirit and started to speak in tongues. I felt amazing then. But 
I still faced so much battle every day because she was not yet free from what had entered her through that witchcraft. But today, God has set me free. She said, hallelujah. She says, on the plane ride home, I had no fear at all when I've always been so terrified of planes. I feel so different now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, this teaches us now how that happened. How this demonic spirit could enter in her. This strong demonic spirit because there's we all have battle with lies of the devil, amen? But there's different levels of oppression, and then there becomes where she had to really be delivered of this demon that was so in her. And so her testimony actually teaches and reveals to us how that happened through open doors. The enemy can only come in through open doors when we invite him and allow him to. Now she unknowingly, because we have we we have a lack of meat and true equipping in the church, she unknowingly had opened a door for witchcraft. Now witchcraft exists, obviously, because of this testimony. I say that because these are some of the spiritual deep truths that you need to know. So you can be equipped and not be deceived by the enemy. Amen? That the enemy does not want you to know. Acts 19, 19. It says, large numbers of those who had been preaching magic. Oh, by the way, in the Bible, the, the, subti- the title of this is Revival Breaks Out. Acts 19, 19. Large numbers of those who had been preaching magic, took practicing, practicing magic, took all of their books and scrolls of spells and incantations and publicly burned them. When the value of all the books and scrolls was calculated, it all came to several million dollars. The power of God caused the word to spread and the people were greatly impacted. Hallelujah. So revival broke out and people who had been practicing witchcraft were moved to burn their witchcraft books. Because they encountered the power of God. It brought the fear of God to them. And they wanted to give their life to Jesus and turn away from their old life. Now, probably not many of you have heard that scripture read aloud in a church service before. But it's in the Bible. Amen. Here, God has brought you here now to receive meat. To be equipped. So you don't open a door unknowingly. Amen? This is what I'm talking about when I say meat. Meat. The deeper things, the deeper mysteries. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. The enemy is at work today. He's serious about his business. Witchcraft exists. He works through people. They open a door. They become used by, they become, they become vessels of him. Christians can be even vessels of him as we see the Pharisees were 
huge vessels of the devil when they said Jesus is operating by the power of Satan. Jesus is demon-possessed. Kill Jesus. They were the ones that got him crucified. People of God! Okay? So... These are the type of, of, of deeper things that, that God wants to equip you with. How does the enemy work through people? How do I protect myself? How do I deep, keep doors shut? You're seen in the spiritual realm when you learn these things. When you can walk with this revelation. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There's so much more revelation to be had about the power of this kingdom of God. I am passionate about the work of God. I am passionate about Jesus. I'm passionate because I understand how powerful his kingdom is. How powerful his kingdom is. The power of Jesus that raises people from the dead. That casts out every demon. He is alive today. The same power is alive today. The same Jesus that can turn a mass murderer of Christians into the most powerful apostle of the New Testament. That's still being used powerfully by God for us today. That's the power of Jesus. That's the power of his kingdom. Ah, hallelujah. God is looking for people who will desire to move on from milk to the meat. Desire to have their eyes open. Desire to know the deep things of the kingdom of God and be used by him. Oh, you can learn these things, these deeper things of the kingdom. How to make sure doors are shut for the enemy to not have access in your life. And now you can then teach others. You have a friend and you can see, ah, I see that door you have open there. Your friend doesn't know. They haven't received meat. But you have had your eyes opened. You've been equipped to know the deeper things of the spirit. How to have victory over the enemy. The enemy has tried so hard to keep you blinded. But his time is up now in Jesus' name. His time is up now. You will know the truth. And the truth will will set you free. This is the meaning of my people perish. My people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Lack of spiritual knowledge. Deeper things. Revelation that goes beyond what we just read in the Bible. Deeper things of how the spiritual realm works. Hallelujah. But today, revival is here. Revival is now. And you've been chosen. 
you've been chosen to receive these deeper things, the secrets of the kingdom. You've been chosen to be used by God in his army. This is how his kingdom will advance when you say yes to this. When you take his kingdom work seriously. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you have revelation of his power. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift your hands to God now. God wants to touch you and release his spirit to you now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your victory. Thank you for your precious kingdom, Jesus. Thank you for revealing the deeper things, the spiritual mysteries, God, so we can have victory over the enemy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The enemy's time of deceiving and hiding is done. He is exposed today, and he will have no power anymore over every person's life here. I declare every chain of the enemy to be broken off your life now in Jesus' name. Go now. Every demonic bondage in your life be broken off now in Jesus' name. I send the fire of the Holy Spirit upon every chain in your life now. Thank you, Jesus. The chains are being broken off now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I declare the spirit of depression to go out from every person here now. Every person watching now. The spirit of suicidal thoughts. I declare that spirit to go out now in Jesus' name. Be free now. Thank you, Jesus. Spirit of anxiety, out now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thoughts that torment you and cripple you and keep you up at night, keep you from sleeping. I declare them to go now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. I see the power of God touching people right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus, for what you are doing. We thank you, Jesus, for destroying the works of the devil. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I declare every spirit of witchcraft to go out now in Jesus' name. Every curse that was spoken over you, I break that curse in Jesus' name. Generational curses upon your family, I declare it to be broken off now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Sicknesses that's remained in your family, diseases, cancer that's repeated in your family. This is the deeper thing of the spiritual realm that people cannot understand of the world. They think it's just in the genes, but it's a generational curse that needs to be broken. 
I declare that to be broken off of you in Jesus' name, that sickness, that cancer, that disease, in Jesus' name, you will not have the sickness your parents had or your grandparents had. Your children will not have the sickness your parents had in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I see people are being set free. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Every spirit of sickness go from everybody here now. I declare healing to every person with sickness now. Pain to leave your body now in Jesus' name. Be healed now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And I feel this fire erupting inside. You, you felt on fire like, God, I want to be used by you. God, I want to be one of the few that will actually receive you. Your real kingdom. I, I sense there's a fire in many of you feeling in your heart like, a desperation. God, I want to be used by you, Jesus. I want to be used by you in this revival. I'm done being lukewarm. I'm ready to go against the grain and really be used by you, God. Hallelujah. If that's you, just tell God with your own words, I surrender. Use me, God. Just tell him now with your own words. Have your way in me, God. Use me how you will. Use me in this revival. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I release this prophetic anointing to you now. To fill you now. I declare your spiritual eyes to open up now in Jesus' name. May you start to see and understand the things of the Spirit. May you... Increase in discernment now. May you have this great sense, this great knowing where God is not and where God is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. May revelation increase in you now. In Jesus' name.